Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, September 24th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. A grand jury in Kentucky indicts a Louisville police officer in the shooting case of Breonna Taylor. Meanwhile, protests erupt and two police officers are shot. Senate Republicans release a new report on Hunter Biden. The president issues more sanctions against Cuba. California bans gas-powered cars by 2035. Two-thirds of Americans do not believe the election will be decided on November 3rd. Also ahead, the radical left and Joe Biden. But first, as you may know, a grand jury in Louisville indicted one officer on charges that he wantonly endangered people the night that Brianna Taylor was killed in a police raid. However, the three officers were not charged with murder, and only one of them will face charges. Well, that led to protests in Louisville where two police officers were shot last night. And commentators on television and radio are inciting violence. Republicans in the Senate publishing a report on Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings. The document says some Obama officials believe Hunter's relationship with the Ukraine was, quote, problematic. He made multiple agreements with Russian oligarchs and Chinese executives while his father was vice president, enriching himself by millions. President Trump imposing more travel restrictions for Americans visiting Cuba, barring U.S. citizens from buying cigars and rum on the island, the White House calling to crack down a message to the communist government. California Governor Newsom signing an executive order that bans the sale of new gas-powered cars in the Golden State by the year 2035. All passenger vehicles sold in California must be emission-free, part of the Green New Deal. New poll from Quinnipiac University says two-thirds of Americans do not think the winner of the 2020 presidential election will be known by November 3rd. 63% of registered voters predict the contest could drag on for weeks, if not months. And it might. In a moment, the far left believes Joe Biden will do its bidding if he is elected president. Is that true? Right back with it. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings, against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, 
or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Those who oppose Joe Biden sometimes say that he will not stand up to the radical left should he win the presidency on November 3rd. I say that. I do not believe the former vice president is going to stand up to the radical elements of his party. Let me give you a few examples to back that up. On September 16th, radical left Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said, quote, we can likely push Vice President Biden in a more progressive direction across policy issues. I think foreign policy is an enormous area where we can improve. Immigration, another one. Criminal justice, another area where we can pursue a lot of progressive direction. You know, there are some areas where we just fundamentally disagree, but that's okay. Now, the signal Ms. Cortez is sending is that Joe Biden can be persuaded to see things her way. Well, what exactly does that mean? On foreign policy, it means withdrawing most U.S. troops from foreign countries and condemning Israel. I'm not sure if liberal American Jewish voters understand how the far left sees Israel. They hate that country, believing it as an oppressor. Also, on the criminal justice front, here in New York, where I live, we're seeing that firsthand. Ms. Cortez and her party want to allow criminals to get out of prison, almost like Monopoly. Here's your get-out-of-jail-free card. Even violent criminals, because they believe that criminals hurt people and steal and sell narcotics because society oppresses them and they don't have any other choice. That's the far-left vision. Now, immigration? The obvious. The far-left wants open borders. Everybody comes to the United States who wants to. And when they get here, the U.S. taxpayer picks up the tab for their health care costs. You saw the debate where the question was asked to all the Democratic candidates, do you support paying the health care costs of illegal aliens? Of course, the moderator didn't say the words illegal aliens. And everybody, including Biden, raised his or her hand. So what we have now is really not a vote for or against Joe Biden. It's a vote for or against radical leftism. Is it not? Am I wrong? Because if he wins the presidency, if Mr. Biden wins the presidency, the odds are that he is not going to go up against the radical wing of his own party, because that would create chaos within his own party, and Biden doesn't want to do it. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. Disagree? I do want to hear from you. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. And please consider my new book, Killing Crazy Horse. In the first two weeks, Killing Crazy Horse has sold more than 200,000 copies. And we thank you all. Very nice of you to support the book. In a moment, something you might not know. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. According to the American Medical Association, roughly 30% of adults in the USA struggle with at least one, quote, life-altering phobia, unquote. That means a fear of something that changes our lives. Here are the most common phobias that scare us on a daily basis. Nearly a quarter of American adults suffer from insectophobia, the fear of obviously insects. Surveys show 25% of Americans fear creepy crawlers. That's more than those worried about violent crime or even death. Biggest offenders, cockroaches, spiders, bees, mosquitoes. Next is a fear that has a major impact on the travel industry. Aviophobia, the fear of flying. One in 10 Americans will never board an airplane in their lives. Even though the odds of being injured in a crash are 1 in 50,000 compared with 1 in 100 for an auto accident. Dentophobia near the top of the list. More than 30% of Americans afraid to visit the dentist. That fear has sparked a growing industry of stay-at-home dentistry. People now purchasing kits online for teeth whitening, braces, even annual cleanings. But don't be a fool. Overcome the fear. Go to the dentist or you will pay a big price. Another irrational fear takes the top spot. Triskaidekaphobia. Triskaidekaphobia. Did you ever hear of that? That's people afraid of the number 13. According to researchers at the Stress Management Center in North Carolina, 35 million Americans fear Friday the 13th, making it the most dreaded event on the calendar. Researchers say many go as far as to alter their daily routines, refusing to fly on Friday the 13th or even get out of bed. And here's something else you might not know. Our fear of the number 13 has a major impact on the largest city in the USA. A whopping 91% of all buildings in New York City skip the 13th floor, going straight from 12 to 14. Many real estate developers use the letter M, as in Mary, as a replacement. M, the 13th letter of the alphabet. We'll be back in just a few moments. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.